Allosaurus. That's enough. It's time Allosaurus. Alright, hello everyone and welcome back to Potosaurus. My name is Lou and I'm joined today with Ken. Hello. And that's that's it. Uh, Timber is, I don't know, he's going on a, on a vacation. He's going on holiday is what they say in um, Great Britain or something like that. <laughs> I have no idea, but he, uh, what was his exact wording? Um, oh, so he, yeah, he figured out something 30 minutes ago, which feels like a Timber thing to do. But we were missing out on his hot takes on Alpaca Stacka, so... Um, the world will continue to spin, probably for the better. Yeah. Um, without that. I didn't even know what the hell Alpaca Saka was until he decided it's, to talk about it. <laughs> it's probably some indie bullshit or something that came up on his random roulette. I have no idea. I, I stopped questioning <laughs> a long time ago what the stuff Timber Plays is. Someone was playing something else in my Discord earlier, and I was like, is this Dwarf Fortress? Like, no, it's not an ASCII. I'm like, I definitely feel like this is Dwarf Fortress, though. And I really hate the fact I know what Dwarf Fortress is. It's okay. Remember Timber, like, Timber was playing that one day, and it's all in ASCII, so it's just like the, the backgrounds are all made from, like, like characters, like, you know, letters, numbers, like, all that stuff. But the thing is, you have no idea what's going on, because there's just so much information. It's like, oh, this is really deep, and we're all like, Timber, no one knows what's going on. Not a soul. You're the only one that knows. At least I don't need to listen about cruelty squad again thank god yeah how are you i'm really tired it's been a long let's see i haven't been on here for about a what about a month now then yeah what, was it a month yeah it'd be a month yeah so i don't know it's just been a long month oh well, it's been a long summer of hot days my hand constantly being in pain and just general like malaise i guess i don't know <laughs> just lethargic not really in good mood most of the time. Uh, I got a 32X, though. I don't know if I got that last time I was on here, but I got that. I got the spacer that other Kyo 3D printed for me. I got the cord. I had to order a second cord because the first one was a cheap Chinese knockoff one that was powering the system even when the power button was turned off. Well. So, <laughs> thank you, um, eBay, for allowing them to sell that. But I got it, so I got 32X, I got the EverDrive Pro, I got my Genesis 2, got my Sega CD2, got a power cable that's one cord that splits out to three, it's done. I have the thing I've wanted since I was in high school, and it's alright, it's very okay. There are like 20 games for the uh, 32X, like two of them are good, the rest are okay or bad, so yay, I did it. Yay. <laughs> that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me in recent memory. How about you? Well, I'm in Vegas right now <laughs> for for one reason or another, not for a vacation, and it's it's balls hot. <laughs> well, yeah, it's summer. It's yeah. a desert. It's a desert. It's like over 100 degrees right now, and I'm just not used to it. <laughs> Yeah, so you're what usually like 80, 88 for you, Max? Yeah, maybe the occasional 90, 95. But yeah, the the rarity fact of it being 100 is uh, all too much. To a point that I'm just sitting here and I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, and I say like you get at least get the island breeze coming in, don't you, from the yeah. ocean? Yeah, we get the trade winds. So. Yeah. 
So, like, here it gets to about anywhere between 90 and 100, but we have the humidity aspect and no, like, winds. So, it just turns into a swamp-ass land. No, oh And <laughs> so, like, it, it can be 90 degrees and humid, so it just feels like it's 100. Like, we have the, like, the, with the, the heat index with it, same thing with, like, the wind chill in the winter. Yeah, in the summer, it might only be 85, but it feels like mid-90s, and it feels worse because of it. And the winter will be like... Oh, well, you know, it's only 40 degrees, but with the wind chill, it feels like negative 15. You're like, how does that work? How? Why is it so bad? Why do we have all the bad weather here? Go Midwest. So you in... Do you want to talk about why you're in Vegas at all? Or nah. Nah, nah, just family okay. reasons, but I'm, I'm, I'm just here. I'm, I don't know how long I'll be here. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I could be here for another episode or two, or I could be here for... <laughs> Uh, maybe a year. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hopefully, it all gets sorted in the best way possible for the situation, which I have no expertise or understanding of very well. So I just hope you you got this. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's uh, pretty much all I can say here. I've been w- mm. driving past the strip almost every other day because the where my father's house is, it's like. 30 minutes away from the strip. So. Hmm. Now that we've been rudely interrupted by Chris underscore Naga XIV, all capital letters. God, what did we even talk about on this thing? I've just like been so out of it lately. I've just been. So most of my day has been filled with me like not being able to do much on stream or like just playing a game, which no, no fucking end. None of these RPGs have been playing end. I always tell people, I'm like, please give me one. Well, I'll be like, please give me one that's fairly straightforward. That, like, is... Like, I know they're longer, and I expect 40 hours, and, like, I can kind of, like, you know, I can manage around that. But I'm like, give me one that's straightforward that I don't have to read, like, a technical manual or, like, you know, do a ton of outside research for. So, I played Final Fantasy VI for a bit, and that game just has the worst difficulty spikes. You have to grind a ton. There's absolutely no direction in the game the last, th- like, third of it. And I finally got to point. I'm like, okay, I have two things left. One's optional, one, or I can go to the final boss. I'm nowhere near high enough level because you just don't have characters for a long time. And by the time you have them, you're like, oh, well, you need to start, like, leveling everyone up. I'm like, well, this blows. This blows because it's just not fun because you have 14 characters. The final dungeon needs 12. You need three three teams of four. So I'm like, well, I'll try and find time to grind this, but I'm not doing it on stream, so we will finish Final Fantasy VI at some point. <laughs> and then they're like... So then I started Star Ocean Second Story. Everyone's like, oh, it's really good. And, like, I'm going through it, and, like, there's a skill system in Star Ocean. If you ever wonder, oh, I've never played those, and, you know, if you look at it, you're like, oh, there's only, like, five main entries in the Star Ocean reason, and Star Ocean series. There's a reason for that. It's because they're fucking overcomplicated. Like, they have this thing in their skills. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, in the Tales games, if you played any of those, like, you could do, like, cooking. Yeah. Um, like, things like that. Okay, so think of, like, how you have cooking and maybe one or two other things like that. Now multiply that by, like, 40. And every different skill, there's, like, a skill for all these random stuff. There's, like, herbal medicine. There's, um, magic knowledge. There's mechanical parts. Stuff like that. And you have to level these all up. And you get so many points by leveling up. And if you, sometimes when you use your abilities enough, you'll learn another ability or level another one up. And they'll be like, okay, you got a super specialty and they'll give you more points to level up. 
And after a while, you need, like, to get super specialties, multiple people have to also get the same skills unlocked. And you get about eight characters per playthrough, and I just got my last one, and I'm, like, 30 hours in the game at this point. Second disc. Apparently only 60% of the way through. So that also is like, hmm... And it's just, like, trying to level stuff up. People are like, oh, well, you know, you don't really buy weapons in this game. You can, but, like, all the really good ones you have to, like, customize. I'm like, okay, how hard is that? They're like, oh, well, it's really RNG-heavy, and you'll need to up all your skills. So what's your um, customized skill? I'm like, I don't know. It's at 6. Like, well, you need to get that to 10. To grind that to 10 will take forever. They're like, oh, well, then you probably want to get this other one, so you're going to have to have several people level this up. And it's just so fucking complicated. And it's like, what... It's really weird because it's overly complicated, but the story is not. The characters are not. Nothing else about this game is complicated, I guess, to offset that. So, like, but for me, it's just, like, the drive to get through it's going down, down, down because the story's okay. It's okay. I don't mind it. The main character is an absolute fucking idiot. She's stupid. Like, I don't know what it was about the the late 90s and maybe even early 2000s when it came to female characters, but they don't know how to write them. They're all idiots. Like, or a great, good majority of them are idiots. They just, like, most of their... I know they still do this, too. This is just a long, like, trope. Most of their existence is because of another male character. Um, this one's really forcing a uh, love, like, a romance subplot between the two main characters. Because you can pick either Reyna or Claude. There's no actual chemistry between the two of them. There's nothing. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, you're so embarrassed around each other. Think about it, like, when you're, like... If you, if your parents had you and then they had some friends who had like, um, a, you know, a girl about your age yeah, and you were friends growing up the whole time, but like you were comp- like 100% platonic, but every time you see them, like you might, you know, m- like just, you know, stutter a bit, they're like, oh, he's so embarrassed around her. They must love each other. It's like that, that level where it's like, no, I just like, you know, I burped when I was trying to talk or something and like fucked up what I was saying. Or I'm just a fucking nervous wreck. Yeah. That's the level of actual, like. Um, like, uh, like actual chemistry between these two, but everyone's like, "Oh, you two, you just kiss already." And I'm like, "But they don't have." There's more of a romance subplot between the main character Claude and then the swordsman guy that's ba- has big Sashomaru energy named Diaz. His so his name is Diaz Flack, and you can rename all the characters. So I named him Lossless Flack, like the um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, the, the files, <laughs> like the MP3 file, yeah. So there's more chemistry between them because they keep talking about their swordsmen, like how they're both swordsmen, like, you know, obviously Flack is a lot more skilled, but he's recognizing, uh, you know, Claude's potential, you know, he doesn't like him though, and they're both like really embarrassed around each other. I'm like, these two should hook up and bone. The whole swordsmen talk, they'll talk about their swords and how they use it. This is so gay. This is so gay. I ship these two together. They make far more sense than the main characters, like, going getting together. But that's not there because this is a Japanese RPG and this is the 90s, so there's no gay. It's no matter how much you pray for it. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just want this game to be over. I like it, <laughs> but I'm like, I, I'm at a part where I have to go do a bunch of trials and stuff. And I'm like, am I at the right level? They're like, yeah, your level's good, but all of your, um, but you need to level up your skills a bit more and all of your gear is bad. I'm like, how am I supposed to get good gear? Like, I haven't found a shop for like, like 15 hours. So, like, I finally get, like, the equivalent of an airship and find a place and all the weapons are ridiculously priced because they want you to synthesize them. And I'm just, like, throwing my arms up there. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Someone tell me the easiest way to get everything I need so I can just power through the game. And this isn't even getting on how frustrating the battle system can be. Because it's, like, 
you know in, uh, in Tales, like, you hit the, like, the attack button, they run over the character and start attacking the man- enemy, but you have to mash it? Yeah. It's the exact same style, because Tri-Ace made the, like, the, made the first Tales game, Tales of Fantasia, and they made Star Ocean. Um, for some reason, my character will just run around like a chicken with their head cut off, looking for an enemy, and then never hitting it. And when they get hit, they let out this blood-curdling, like, wham and scream. <laughs> and it's just so infuriating. And you can't turn it off. People are like, can you turn down the voices? No, it's a game from the 90s. There are no options. What are you talking about? It's either turn off all the sound or no sound. Like, it's that's what you get. So that's just been, like, my stream game for a while. And I've been, like, trying to break it up with friggin' Pokemon, of all things. Oh, man. And it's like, I like the game, but holy shit. And I'm like, can you guys please suggest an RPG that is maybe on the shorter side, that's straightforward, that I don't need a PhD in bullshittery for, because I really want to complete a game, because I haven't been able to finish this, haven't been able to finish Final Fantasy VI, Earthbound was atrocious. Um, what else did I, like, start and have to get up? Breath of Fire 3, the story just meandered to nowhere. Like, nothing was happening for so long. I liked it. It just, nothing was happening. Mm. No, no, it was going nowhere. And, like, I like older games, and people are like, oh, well, you know, maybe you're a little harsh. I'm like, no. Nothing's <laughs> happening. You grew up with these games, like, 20 years ago, so, like, yeah, of course it gives you a nostalgia boner, but I'm like, there's no plot thread to pick up on. Like, especially, like, um, ha- like... Two-thirds of Breath of Fire 3 is a Nichijou anime. So nothing's happening. And then when something finally does happen, it's like, yeah, we're finally on plot, and then it's screeching halt. Because you also have to go get all the characters back together that you had ten years ago in plot. It's like, you're fucking kidding me? Like, why, why am I doing this? Why do I have to do this? Like, will you guys just give me a game? That's straight- Like, in Final Fantasy, can't even be straightforward because I have to grind. Because the friggin' Esper system in 6. God, I'm just like look, looking at the games. I'm like, bought all these RPGs. Was it worth it? <laughs> in the long run. I don't know. I don't know. Played The Ring as well. The Ring was fun. I love The Ring. That's a good game. People kept trying to tell me it's bad, but that game's good. I made pixel art of it. That's what I do now, by the way, is I make pixel art. So that was like a like it was like ten minutes straight of me complaining about Star Ocean. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Outside of that, I just like picked up pixel art and like I guess I guess I've improved in the past few weeks, but like I don't see it because I you don't see your own you know what do you call it like improvement. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing that. That's been fun. I've done stuff like a little things here and there, little stuff. I made a whole new intro for myself in pixel art. And then, um, the past few days I made, like, a Charmander scene, made Fatal Frame 2, I made the Ring Terrors Realm, and today I made Clock Tower 2. I'm just trying to use that so I can, like, develop. It's been fun, though. Post on Twitter. You guys should go like my tweets on Twitter to validate me, because I need that. I need that validation for art. If no one validates me, I'm gonna stop doing art. (laughs) What have you been doing? (laughs) Uh, besides exploring the desert wasteland that is Vegas uh nothing mm-hmm. much i i did find the these the legend of zelda wind not wind waker skyward sword joy cons and that was mm-hmm. interesting i i found them in vegas of all places 
Yeah, see, I thought that was going to be really hard to find, but when you found them, and then I think Mass found some, and a couple other people, I'm like, okay, I guess it was just initially they're hard, so, like, when they go in, you have to get them, and then they'll be out a little while again. Yeah. Well, I'm just Did keeping them on the side. Uh, I bought one as well, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep this for a while and wait till like, five years from now when they... when when another anniversary comes and Nintendo doesn't give a shit about the series that they have, then I will sell it for a good See, they care about the Zelda series. They're just like, they're doing this artificial scarcity bullshit that I'm just like not here for. I I hope eventually people just stop buying their stuff or like something because I'm just, I know it's not going to happen, but I just, I get really tired of this artificial scarcity all the companies are going for now. I know some like the Xbox... Series X and the PS4 are not inherently artificial scarcity, but they definitely could have handled a lot better. Yeah. I know Sony's working on a revision to maybe try and um, make this easier, like to like use less of those chips or none of them or something like that. Yeah. But like everything's hit by it. Like even I'm trying to get the RetroTink 5X and that has, I think, the chips in it. Or if not the chips that they need, like some that are like common, so... He's also trying to revise it a little bit to, like, be the same, but different, you yeah. know, with different chips. Yeah. If the, if there's one thing that I, I wish I could have done is, so, that because of the fact that I'm kind of away from my usual gaming setup, I, I brought over my Switch, and then I brought over my PS4. I wasn't gonna bring over mm. my PS5 because I don't know how that I would wouldn't. how that would survive a flight or not. And because I have, I would be worried if they like went through your um suitcase, that would just be gone. Yeah. So, so I, I figured I, I risk taking a PS4 because I have one of many. <laughs> I have one of many. Yeah, how PS4s. many do you have again? I have four PS4s and three PS3s. So maybe I should get five PS5s to match <laughs> I have three PS3s, but I only paid for two of them. One of them was given to me. The other one I bought in Japan for like 80 bucks, and the other one I bought, like, you know, when the Slims came out. Yeah, that, that's but the you thing. You bought yours so, full price. <laughs> I, the, the one thing that I probably would want to get is I, I do want another PS3 because of the fact that my, my old fatty died on me. It got um yellow ring. Yellow light. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I would only want the the Metal Gear Solid Four Gunmetal PS3 <laughs> that sells in Japan that I can probably find mm. for for a bit. You probably could find it over there, and it probably wouldn't be too expensive either. Like like half the price it would be here. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like oh I'm I'm waiting for that, and I can't wait because then also I can rely on on the Japanese games as well. Mm-hmm. So someone gave me that... 30, so I got that 32X from Nostalgic, and he also gave me a couple, like, um, 32X games, and I, I realized after a while that they don't... that 32X games are, like, a little bit wider, but I've been trying to figure out if they're still the exact same board as Sega Genesis games. It looks like they are... Roughly the same size? It looks like they are. I think they're just like a little bit wider artificially. But I was just trying to figure out, I'm like, can I put WrestleMania, the arcade game, on top of Sonic and Knuckles? The answer is no. But I had to know because it popped in my head. I'm like, if I don't do this now, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night, run to my room, and be like, can I put uh, 
the 32x cartridge in Sonic and Knuckles. Answers no, I can't. Can I put it in the Genesis? No, I can't put it in the Genesis. Okay, this concludes my experimental part of Potosaurus today. Yeah, I got WrestleMania the arcade game and um, what's the other one called? Uh, WWF SmackDown? No, no, WWF Raw. Is that why you were asking about Doink the Clown? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know who Doink was. It's good. I'm like, who the hell's named Doink? Like, you don't know who Doink is? I'm like, no. I didn't watch pay-per-view stuff. We didn't do that. They're like, it was on, it was on Fox or something. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, watch that. Yeah, you don't watch that. All those were pay-per-view that you had to pay for. We didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, when I saw your Twitter thread of, like, who the fuck Doink the Clown is, I'm like, I'm just seeing all the people come out of the woodworks about it, and I'm like, alright. <laughs> like, Doink the Clown was my childhood, and he had a sidekick named Dink, and I'm like, oh god. I'm like, I, I don't know this stuff. I was just cool, thought it was cool to get a 32X, and they're like, hey, you can have two games, and I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. I don't care. Like, I got that. I didn't get any cords with it. But he didn't have any because he didn't. He didn't know. He just like found it. He's like, I have a unit. I'm like, I'll take. I'll take it. The cords I can find. Obviously, I found some repro ones. And he sent me two games. He didn't have to do this at all. Very grateful for it. But they're two wrestling games. And I'm like, I don't know anything about these characters. I don't know anything about wrestling because this is like wrestling circuit 1996. Yeah. Before it was WWE. So I'm like, I don't. I don't know. Doink is all. I knew. I knew. The Undertaker. I know the name. I don't. I couldn't tell you anything about the Undertaker, but I knew the Undertaker. Yeah. Um. I think I know the name Razor Ramon, but I think I know it because of Hard, yeah, hard Game. Hard Game. <laughs> yeah. And like, so I don't think I know the actual Razor Ramon. I know Hard Game. Yeah. Um. There was like one or two female wrestlers in there, and no one knew them because they're until recently, no one really cared about female wrestlers unless they were like China. Yeah. And. I, I, like, went through them, like, where's, like, Hulk Hogan? I know Hulk Hogan. Where's Macho Man? Apparently those were, what, 80s? Yeah. They're yeah, probably, so, like, they're not in the game. They're, yeah, they're, they're probably in. What, what, what year was the game made? If you don't they're mind. all, like, 95, 96. Yeah, so right around this time they were in WCW, so the, the rival the rival um, wrestling show. So. Do, they, do they end up getting bought out or something? Yep. Yeah, only for use with Genesis 32X. Okay. Oh, this is made in Mexico. That was back when uh, they used to use Mexico for cheap labor, and now they don't do that as much anymore. <laughs> they don't? I mean, that was the truth. Like, remember, like... I, I remember my grandparents. This might be slightly political. I don't know, but it's it's the how literally what happened when I was younger. Remember, like, my grandparents, stuff like that, or seen, like, Made in Japan was the cheap shit, and, like, now... I'm like, I really wish I could find a Made in Japan Game Boy because those were a little bit higher quality. Hmm. Like, I'm, I remember everything being like, you know, the shitty Japanese crap. I'm like, they make good stuff, though. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? They make all the good electronics. Yeah, so I guess they used to, this is back when, like, before they outsourced everything outside of this continent. Okay, this has a rusted screw in it. Two rusted screws. And they're Allen keys. The f no, not, no, they're torque wrenches. The fuck? Who used a torque wrench for a screw for a cartridge? <laughs> the other ones have um, what do you call those um security security bolts or think or security um screws, you know the ones that are like an octagon that's like raised in a way or you know what I'm talking about they're on the back of like Game Boy cartridges. I don't know. Thirty two X is a weird system. 
love to get into that. The whole Sega Genesis thing, and you weren't a Sega kid, were you? No, 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 no. Like, the Sega systems are super weird, because Sega, like, they put out the Master System, which was called something else. I think it was called the Mach 2 or something, like Mach 3 in Japan, because, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fast. So that came out in Japan, then it came over here as the um, Master System, but it was like, they redesigned it and everything, and it looked like a VCR or like a tape recorder. Then they made the Genesis, which was the Mega Drive, but, so Japan made the Genesis. They made the Genesis, they did Model 1, Model 2, then the Genesis 3 was made by a third-party company. And there's like a ton of third-party Genesis systems out there. A ton of them, like there's a JVC one, there's one, uh, that's the Master Eye, there's one, this is the 32, what is it? The Sega CDX, which is a Walkman that can take batteries that was used to play CDs in it, but it also had a cartridge slot and could play Sega CD games. The Sega CD has two versions, and that was another one of Japan's peripherals that was like kind of absolutely pointless, but the audio quality was better. And then the US, they're like, we want, a, we want something too. We want a peripheral. So they made the 32X, which is an abomination. <laughs> it... It looks like a mushroom on top of the system, and uh, if you, some games you plug them into the 32X and won't recognize them, so you have to unplug it and plug it directly in there because the stack just doesn't work right that way. It has like 20, it's like 40 games total, I think, no, less than that, I think it's 30. Like, there's like six that are like exclusive to different regions. I think there's one exclusive to Brazil, which is weird. And, like, it's just, like, weird arcade ports and then things that are better on Saturn. It's such a weird system. I love this thing. It's just such a chonky beast. It's a beast of a system. <laughs> Old hardware in general was just weird. Like, this was one of the few ones from the 90s that wasn't just gray that looked like a VCR. It's just, like, pitch black. Yeah. With accents. Yeah. I remember... Like, also, you probably know... Oh, go ahead. I remember having a Genesis system, but I've... I've... And I have a couple games, but I'm, I remember how pitch black that system was, though. Love this thing. Yeah, I see. I like the look because it's very different from Sega and Sony's at the time. Like, Sega did a gray one eventually, too, with the Saturn, but they had, like, three different colors for that one. You might know about this. So, like, recently I also got um, a new, another PlayStation. I got for, like, 25 bucks off Goodwill. Yeah. Um, like a, It's a PS1 launch edition. It's, like, the SCPH... 1001 or like yeah 1001 yeah the 1001 that was the original yeah. Reli- yeah, yeah this is the audiophile one it has like your normal audio out like multi-port in the back it has a serial port it has one extra io port or something mm. but then it has um white red yellow composite ports on the back as well mm-hmm. because apparently this is like one of the best city players you could buy in the 90s yep it's my first um playstation as well I am. I'm like really considering putting a um, uh, an X station in this one, which would remove the CD drive, which is probably uh, would make a lot of people vomit just hearing me take that out of the audio file <laughs> version. But uh, it says it has the extra ports. I can pipe the um, audio to or the video and audio to both my CRT yeah. and my um, capture card separately. Like so, it can like the compo- or component cables can go out. Um, to the capture card through my retro tank, all that stuff, and be really nice. Yeah. And then I can have the yellow, white, red go to the CRT, and they both look good in different ways. Yeah. 
That's yeah, I've been debating on doing that as well, but I just I didn't I don't know where to even start. So that, mm. that's my whole. X station requires a lot of like um, soldering and stuff, so you might be better off like sending your system with the stuff to someone like Voltar and having yeah. them do it, or yeah. just someone that you trust. I might do that when I get some extra money, just because even though it is the audiophile one, like I'm never going to play a CD in there. Yeah, the whole reason I got it was I'm like. I want the best possible original PlayStation that can do the most things. I know there are later revisions with better um, load time stuff like that. Like night and day difference. I like switched to using my um, my PS One, the slim one. Night yeah. and day difference for load time, so much better. Yeah, yeah so much is. better compared to the original. So, like, but I've you been, don't have that multi out port. I've been on the hunt for an additional PS One just in case. Mm-hmm. And um, specifically though, one thousand one series, so I can have it a backup. Uh, because my yeah. my original PlayStation is already modded, so I, I could play burned games back in the day and all that stuff. How did was that? Just like a, a soldered in like um a soldered in chip. So yeah, I need to get one of those because I want to do that for that because because I want to play my Japanese games on it. Yeah, so it was very interesting because up until I want to say when did the when 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 did certain games come out it was doing well until until the 2000 released ps1 games because Mm -hmm. then they had a drm in it so it stopped so i bought crash bash for that particular reason and when i played it on my ps1 it told me that this this game does not support this system. And I was like, what? And, and, and it went for the same for the Spyro game that also came out later that year. Mm-hmm. Did it, could it just detect the, um, the chips at that point? Yeah, it could detect the chips at that point. So any game around, I want to say, mid, mid, mid-release of the year 2000 could mm-hmm. sense of the chips already. And they were trying to counteract that. DRM. That's the it's only a, reason why I m- bought a, P- a PS2 at the time. Yeah, most of the um, games that I have that I want to buy are older than that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I wouldn't be able to play C12. Oh, no. No C12 for me if I had that situation. I have, like, three PS1s now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just, like, collecting... I There's only a few systems I don't have a duplicate of, I guess. I have two Wiis. Um, well, I guess I, I don't have as many dupes as I thought. I have two Wii's, I have three PlayStation ones, I have two, three Sega Genesis. Actually, I have an extra Super Nintendo. I have two Super Nintendos. One of them's from Europe. Um, two GameCubes. Multiple PS2s. <laughs> I think I have four. Two of them are completely taken apart right now because I need to fix them, and I, I tried to fix my Japanese ones laser, and they sent me the wrong one, so it's just been open for like four months now. <laughs> And just kind of like, do you have nuts. a Japanese PS2? I sent, I'm gonna send you some Japanese games. I'm like, yeah, it just did. Um, it's taken apart right now. I could easily put it back together. I'm just fucking lazy. Yeah, that that's the thing too. So because I'm new to the area, I've been trying to find places where I could buy used games or older games without mm-hmm. you know getting shot. That that that's a like a very, very 
aware thing that I need to be aware of while I'm in the States now because I could get shot at any time. Yeah, you guys don't have that, that issue as much in Hawaii, do you? Yeah, not really, unless I'm in the seedy areas. But the thing, the thing is, because I don't know where any of the seedy areas is, I could be rolling into a seedy area and just not know. <laughs> if any of our listeners are in the Las Vegas area and you could give him a map of where not to go, that would be appreciated. Please. Please, Barry, <laughs> if you're listening to this, ask someone. <laughs> when you sent me that picture of a bunch of games that were in like a random store, was that in a... Um... No, that was in Hawaii oh. that my friend was like, hey, there's the brief Fencer Musashi here. And I was like, oh, okay. I let want me... it, but like, I don't think I'll ever play it because like, that game's cringe. Yeah. Speaking of cringe, though, I, did, I forgot I did play something else. We even talked about it before we started. I played Boyfriend Dungeon, which just came out. Which, apparently, I didn't get to even any of the bad parts. Um, I just didn't find it particularly good. It's like, I, I heard about it, I'm like, okay, boyfriend dungeon. You, you dungeon crawler, kind of gay, whatever. You go in there, you have guys that turn to swords, haha, of course they do. And whatever. And I put on my, my Steam wish list, and like, I, I always put that stuff on there, and then I never touch it. One random dude from my server bought it for me. Like, this is just a guy out of left field, would not expect it. He's just like, enjoy the game, lol. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> So thank you again if you're listening to this. Thank you again for it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I started, and like the art style for for like the actual game itself isn't terrible. Like all the the like the vignettes. Like this is what the vignettes look like. I'll post a picture here. It'll probably be the picture. Look look up boyfriend dungeon. You can you guys are adults. You can figure it out. This is what the vignettes look like when you're doing like the um, dating sim parts and like you know the yeah, visual yeah. novel aspects. Yeah. It's not too bad. Like it reeks of indie game, but like that's fine. You know what? I can handle that. Um, however, the actual gameplay, like for the dungeon crawling, looks like this. It looks like Crossy Road, maybe? I'm trying to think about what it actually looks like. It does not look very good. It looks like a... You know, this is the typical go-to. It looks like a mobile game, but in a in like the bad ways. Like, I don't care. A lot of mobile games do look good. But this looks like it was designed... If... If Supergiant Games met, if their top-down style met Crossy Road or just, like, some kind of, like, e-surance style looking thing, it's just very underwhelming. Like, it's very stark difference. I like the colors of the game. A lot of pink, blues, and and um, purples like that for some reason. Who knows why? But the gameplay itself for the dungeon crawling is so bad and boring and... You get different weapons, they do different stuff, like, you know, they, they have, like, you have a basic thing that you just spam all the time, and they have, like, a special move. You might get stuff later. I played this for about an hour before I dipped. Yeah. Because it was just, like, not engaging. Uh, like, just from the dungeon crawling part, that was my main thing. I'm like, I don't mind. It felt like a distilled down Persona 3. You do social link, because it has literally a social links set up, and the stronger your social links, the stronger that sword becomes, or that weapon becomes when you go in the dungeons. So, like, it has that, like, mimic of, like, going through these, like, this dungeon with, like, you know, and the, the more, like, you do with, like, um, more dates you go on, like, because you can play this game platonically as well. You could do platonic dates. You can um just, you know, be friends with them, but, like, you still kind of go on a, a date system is what they call it, but it can be purely platonic if you want. However, the way everything's written, they really force the, these, these as dates, and I'm like, Ooh. most people don't go on platonic dates. Like, it's, I mean, it's just really forcing the romance aspect. Yeah. So you have to do it. 
and like all the different weapons, like they're they're dudes for the most part. Like the first one for everyone I ran to until one, they're all guys who turn into swords. Then eventually met a whammon who turned into a dagger. In the gay game, the game that was like really pushing the like more gay bisexual side of it, you know, just like really more like this is boyfriend dungeon, boyfriends, boy, boy, boy. The first character I found that was actually remotely likable was the female character who turned into a dagger. The three guys that you meet, one of them, he's he's fine. Like he's your tutorial character. He's pretty even. He's like a normie. He's like a professor or something. He's one that you can eat. Well, two tutorial stuff. He's fine. A little bland, but whatever. Then you meet this nightclub raver guy, and he's got long hair. He kind of looks like um, Russell Brand a little bit. <laughs> like, he's got big Russell Brand energy, but, like, more of an American look to him. And he gives off the biggest rapey vibes. Like, he's just like, hey, man, like, you want to dance? And, like, you know, a little razzle-dazzle. He's really annoying the whole time. And it's like, everyone's like, I'd watch out about that guy. And the game even warns you in the beginning of the game. It has this, like... Let me see if I can find where it had it. Um, at the beginning, it says... This game has... Let me find it. Where is it? I even saw it earlier. Now it's gone. Hold on. Was it on The Verge or was it Kotaku? The game starts and says... This game may include references to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Play with care. Stalking, Which, you know Jesus what? Christ. It's so, like good for to have that in there. Like some people might be into it, um, but like yeah. So the main guy that you, the first one that you meet, I think he's the guy on like the box. He has that the hair and the beard and stuff and the chiseled abs. Those are actually the three characters on like here. Um, that I'll post this one here. Um, it has like a guy with a red sword, a woman with a dagger, and then a guy with like an um an an estoc, like a rapier. Yeah. Those are like those are three that I met, and there's one additional. The first guy with the red sword, really creepy vibes like he just feels like he's gonna drug you and take you home and assault you the girl in the middle she was fine i didn't get very far with her but she was the first like one that was like kind of interesting uh and the guy at the end he's your tutorial character he's fine but he's just like i think intentionally kind of vanilla yeah maybe he gets more as it goes on but i only played it about an hour then there's the, this other guy which is the one the that apparently is has a big like um backlash from which is surprisingly not like the the disco dance, uh, like, clubber guy? I, I can't stop looking at his hand placement. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's, like, really weird. But um, the other guy, there's this blonde-haired guy that um, runs the weapon shop. And I don't know how to describe it other than the first thing he reminded me of was, like, someone who was really into eugenics. <laughs> Because, like, you go to, and he's like, hey, I make weapons. And, like, the first thing was, like, I, I had it pretty set. Like, none of the guys were appealing to me. No one was. I'm like, I don't really want to commit to any of these. But you have to kind of still go on platonic dates to have a weapon to level up. Yeah. Like, because you get to a certain level, um, like, level, um, like, you know how you do the social links and persona? You get to a certain point, and then it, like, caps, and you need to do more, like, you know, hidden things, uh, hidden experience points to get to the next level before you can rank up again. Yeah. This game just, like, flat out shows you, like, you're level one, and then you get to the bar to where two would be, but you need to go on a date again for that. Um, so, like, you still have to use them and kind of go on them. The guy that sells weapons, um, he's a weapons shop dealer, but you don't actually buy anything from him except for, like, stuff to make accessories. The first thing he was talking about, he just wanted, like, you know, a nice, obedient, emotionless weapon or something like that that would, you know, li like, you know, um, listen to his master's command and stuff like that, and he's just, like, you know, he just... 
He had, like, big eugenics, like, playing God vibes, and I really didn't like him. And he's the one that's apparently causing a lot of, like, backlash in the game, because I just started reading it. Uh, he uh, is the one who's doing a lot of the stalking in the game. Oh. Like, apparently he stalks you, like, hardcore. So, I, I like, my, okay, so I had my the correct vibes on that. But, like, none of the characters are very good. Like, at least the beginning, I didn't like any of them. The gameplay's not good enough to hold up the game unless it, like, rapidly becomes something else. It controls, like, a twin-stick shooter, but, like, with you just clicking the mouse or, you know, the A button, whatever button it is, like, to um to attack. It's so unimaginative and generic, and I feel like they're trying to get away with it being kind of, like, a darker, edgy, like, um, potentially LBGTQ+, like, inclusive game. Because, like, you can play, you start it, you make your character... You don't, they don't have, like, gendered stuff. Like, everyone can use anything they want. You can be a guy with a man bun, you can be a woman with really short hair, bald hair, whatever. You can be whatever you want, and you just choose your pronouns from there, so it can be whatever. But I think they're really banking on this being an inclusive thing to, like, not actually have any depth to it. At least not in the beginning. I mean, if it goes far enough to, like, everyone being uncomfortable with the story, I think they're just really banking on being edgy and dark. And it just... You know, the thing is, from what it sounds like, it sounds like it really wants to be a dating sim game, and then they kind of tacked on this this dungeon aspect. From what I'm hearing from mm-hmm. you, it, it seems like it's doing that as a, as a second plus. It does and, feel like two games that were smashed together. Yeah. But, like, the dungeon crawling one, I don't... I just, I could not fathom how it could get any deeper than what it was unless things massively changed. Like, you have light attack, heavy attack, um, magic attack. Maybe there, there's another button that I think just did roll, so there's nothing else there, and you could switch between magics and things. But it was never anything where I'm like, wow, I can really see where this is going. Unless it's like, you know, Frog Fractions, Nino Kuni and me, where I just don't know where it's going next. I feel like I saw everything in that first 30 minutes, the first half hour, or first hour of the game. And, like, I didn't find the dating sim aspect to be... Like, if it really gets to this point where it's, like, making people uncomfortable, I'm not I'm not, not interested in playing it. It's on Game Pass if anyone's actually, like, into it. They're charging 20 bucks. It ain't worth that. <laughs> on, on Steam or something? Yeah. Like, it's not that I don't think these type of games are worth money. It's just, like, I think for how basic the game... Like, one of the big halves of the game is supposed to be, I don't think it's worth anyone's money or time. But, like, mm. if you really must try it, just get Game Pass for, like, a month and try it, because there's a lot of better games on there as well. When a game goes to Game Pass right away at launch, I always get really worried, and I kind of see why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's one of the good things with Game Pass. And, you know, going back to my original thing of, like, I wish that I had an Xbox for this particular particular reason because as much as i love having my my ps4 and stuff or all my playstation Mm. games is i'm not a real big digital guy i'm more of a physical collector and Mm. unless it's a game that i will constantly play then i'll buy the digital version while with game pass since i'm here i don't have my collection with me it's really difficult to play the games i would usually play because i'm stuck to whatever i have on my console that I've downloaded 
and mm. the PlayStation Plus games. And as much as I love the PlayStation Plus games, I'm not going to kind of download a game and, and kind of just like go through it. I, I rather play games that I'm actually already invested in. Mm. I always find that if I don't actually spend money on the game, I don't care because I just feel like I'm demoing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that... like every time I have Game Pass, like I could sit here right now and play through all of Dragon Quest Eleven if I want to, but I don't own it, so I don't care. I don't feel like I have to. I'm like, well, I can pick this up whenever. Maybe that's what they want people to go for, but I'm like, if I don't own it, I don't care. That's why when people tell me to emulate games, I'm like, if I don't own it, I don't care. Like, yeah. I want the game in my hands. If, or if it's digital, I want to know it's mine. Like, I, I, I have much more drive and attention span for games I have spent money on. Yeah. Than things that are just in the ether. Yeah, so that's one of the good things that I've I like I've wished that I invested in getting at least a Series S, if that. Just mm-hmm. to have a, a a digital box that I could take yeah. and like not really worry about my collection all too much. Especially if I'm going to be here for the time being and be away yeah. from my games for a lot while. I, I I wish that I had invested in the Series S as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be yeah, lucky and, be and, and get and find one, but who knows? I mean, you could. You're in a better place for it, most likely. Yeah, which reminds me, uh, too bad Timber isn't here. Someone came up to uh, to to me while I was at Best Buy, one of the employees, and says, "Oh yeah, there's a guy that we we had the suspicion of they were gonna they were gonna." upsell on video cards we have two extra 3070s and ti's in stock and they asked if i wanted one and i'm like am i am i getting scammed right now <laughs> first of all <laughs> am i getting scammed right now and second of all i'm just like i i i don't think i would have bought it and sure enough someone bought it like a day later because i went back and asked about it i would have taken it yeah, I don't, yeah. Think it will, I don't know if it'll work on my computer, but I'll take one. Yeah, so. Alright, I have made the tallest stack I can of my 32X. I have Urban Strike, and that's a very tall cartridge for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and plus, I'm like, I, I'm like, if I were to bring that home, I don't know how that would fit ne- neatly into my luggage. <laughs> just send it to me, and I'll, I'll pr- I promise I'll send it to you. <laughs> I'll just, like, use it while you're waiting. <laughs> For a, for a better for a better computer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I get my um, um, so like if I get my money from my pension anytime soon, I do want to make a couple upgrades. I don't want to be like too flagrantly using it too much, but like I maybe want to get a new computer that's a little bit better shape. Like it's not this one's bad, but I kind of want to like here's a, a computer. It's set for a while. I really want to get an iPad Air and a pencil though. Like I've been like looking through a bunch of different things to do art and. Someone's like, "Oh, get um, iPad Pro," and I'm like, "Oh, good. I don't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of money." So I look at the iPad Air. It's like, "Oh, that's I don't have the money, but I can like maybe finance it, or like, I can get it through Sprint and pay it off monthly without like actually spending too much more." I think it's like maybe an extra thirty bucks to do it at the end of the day. But no, I mean, there, there's a couple things that just like for if if I got an Xbox, that 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 would really help me. And with Game Pass, mm-hmm. I, I completely understand that if 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 i'd never owned it, it, it i would have like no interest in it but the 
the fact that especially with EA Play, because I I've been playing dabbling in all the stupid sports games as of late, it it's it's mm-hmm. kind of a I a little bit of a catcher for me, and there there was another game that I played that I really did like using a Xbox controller rather than a PS a DualSense controller for, and that was for the Back for Blood demo, mm-hmm. and that was all right. It's it's Left for Dead. It's very Left for Dead. If Copy liked it, I've seen. Uh, did you see that one guy that was like on Twitter? It was like very gung ho about like anti be, being anti Back for Blood. No, 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 I haven't. It was like a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so I I like it, and it it shows that they really learned from what was it evolved. <laughs> mm-hmm evolved uh, the the creature game and and all the stuff that made left for dead really great it's a little bit shorter on the the segment parts of the game or the levels mm-hmm. part of the games but the set pieces are really good I, i've been really enjoying that there is a huge ass difficulty spike though so that's one thing that i'm kind of like mm. <laughs> how do you like the card system so yeah, that was one thing that I was thrown off because I'd never knew about that. <laughs> and I thought it was oh okay. I just kind of kept it simple to whatever default cards there was. So, I do know um when I was talking cuz like Copy was playing it and a couple other people on my server had played a little bit. I know some are worried that that's going to be the big thing that's going to be monetized cuz they haven't said anything, but like you just know cuz EA, isn't it? Or is it yep. no, no it's Warner Brothers. <laughs> Uh, Warner Brothers, they're, like, most likely going to monetize the shit out of the card system. Yep, it seems like that. Like, certain cards, it's it's going to be a, a, a gimme system that you'll probably have to do packs for eventually. And I'm kind of mm. just like, when I, when I learned about the card system, I was a little bit disappointed in that, to say the least. But... I think if if they don't well that here's the thing with this game too there are really bad difficulty spikes and if you go out with the wrong set or you've picked the wrong cards to not suit your play style you're kind of boned and we were kind of boned on several occasions of especially for the finale part of the game where if you did not put anything in health and only put everything in ammo, sure you can shoot a lot, but if you just get wrecked by this one infected, then you're you're fucking useless to us, kind of thing, yeah. Mm. But I never like I I liked Love for Dead when it came out, like yeah. a long time ago. How old is that game now? Let's see, Left for Dead. Left At least Dead. high school. I can't even... Like it was early college. For me, you're so you're a grade level below me, aren't you? Yeah. 2008 was when the first one came out, and that was on PC. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, 360 came out to like in November 2008 as well. Um, wait, it says Windows, and then Windows and Xbox 360. Oh, okay. That's I don't know why they even did that. Um, but yeah, that came out then, and then Left 4 Dead 2 was. Two years later? The next... It was 2009. A year later. 
Which was, uh, that, yeah, because I remember everyone complaining about it. They're like, oh, I thought this was going to go on. They already made a sequel to it. I played more of Left 4 Dead 2 than I played Left 4 Dead 1. Well, um, I mean, that that, games... that was that was the case. Eventually, for Left 4 Dead 2, you got everything from Left 4 Dead 1, too, as mm-hmm. well. Left 4 Dead, like, it definitely was a product of its time. For me, it was a product of its time. It came out, it was fun 13 years ago when I played it 13 years ago. Yeah. Like, I think maybe the last time I played it was, it was my first year streaming. And it was okay, but, like, one of the big criticisms I'm... I'm criticisms i've heard of for back for blood is that the campaign stories are short do y'all remember how fucking long a story is in left for dead yeah it's they're... too long yeah it's too long like i want to say it's about like half the length of an of an, an a a safe house which is fine it, it does have a more arcadey style for this a more arcadey mm-hmm. style for this game, which I kind of do like, however, yeah, no, nah, it it does fix a lot of the things that Left 4 Dead was kind of just like too long at certain parts, especially when you need to go at certain places. I'm just trying to okay, they, they come out on. And it bothered to even come out on on, on Mac OS two two years later, which is weird. Yeah, like it was. I remember, like even with some friends, like that, like few that knew what we were doing. Like, I think it still took us about an hour to an hour and a half to finish uh, Left 4 Dead campaign, just because if only like a couple people knew what they're doing, or someone got killed, or just you know playing online, like they were just so long. I think that's what killed it for me. So Back for Blood, like I'm not really interested in playing it, but if I was, this seems to have like fixed a lot of the things that made Left 4 Dead burn out much quicker. Yeah. But I don't know if by the in the same way, like if I can play more of it in short like shorter time, while I just burn out quicker on the same style again. I did not like Evolve at all. And that was their last game that they made. So I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'll look into it. I'll keep watching it. Yeah, you want to just go straight into questions because there's not much gaming stuff like news. Yeah, I mean. Like but, ba- left for or back for left for dead, back for blood and uh, what do you call it? Um, Boyfriend dungeon were the only two new things we played. So yeah, and yeah. by the time the following episode comes out, then that we can re- reminisce of whatever the fuck Pokemon was talking about, and there's rumors that there's gonna be a PlayStation state of play, mm-hmm. but who knows? <laughs> Alright, let me pull up the questions here. Alright, so we have some questions for my server. It's still, like, you know, fairly slow. It's post-E3 before TGS, and it's just, like, summer's ending, so there's not a lot going on. Um, I don't know if anything's coming out during Valve Summer, though. I don't know if Valve had any announcements for Valve not Summer, but... Not that I know. Our first, our first question from my server comes <laughs> from Bari, asking, When is Cap'n gonna become the new host of the, pod- the podcast? Um, is that... I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to the last one just because of time. Um, is he con- supposed to be on the podcast at some point? So, <laughs> Timber made a joke stating that because you were gone, we were going to have Captain on. And then that we were just going to remove you from the show and have Captain as a, as a third. So basically, I mean, if you guys want to pay for the simple cast, you can do it. <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, the, the, I asked if Captain can be on 
for an episode. And he said, I would have to plan it with him, and he would have to be up. And he doesn't know if two of those things are going to happen. I kind of agree with Timber because he's going to fucking forget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the likelihood of it happening is low, but maybe we can try one day. But no, he's not going to be the new host. But if he wants to take over paying for the hosting of the podcast, he sure as hell can do it then. Yep. Um, second question from Buncup. How do you feel about scalpers and rising game prices? Fuck scalpers. And I'm not really on board with rising game prices because I haven't seen anything that's worth an extra $10 yet. I don't care how high development costs are. This is like, if you can't get your budget under control and it goes, it balloons out of control on its own, despite the fact the game should be easier and cheaper to make now, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't... I don't know how I feel about scalpers anyway. Like like I said, even if I were to buy the 3070, if I were to flip it, I would have done the same price I bought it. And if you guys bought it at a higher price, that's all your guys' fucking fault. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the only thing, if you're like, I don't mind people, like, if they're buying something, have no use for it, and sell it for a little bit more than they had. But was like, if you're intending to buy a couple things, Holt sit on them for a while, then sell them. I don't feel like that's too much of scalping. It probably still is under the um, the scalping umbrella. But people who are like, I'm going to make sure I get about like 10 of these and then sell them for like tri- twice the price. Fuck those people. I don't mind someone wetting their beak a little bit. Like, oh, well, you really want this thing. Like, you know, like when the Switch came out, like like I have a Switch. You want it, I'll sell it to you for 350 instead of 300 I don't feel like that's a huge markup yeah. if you have to have it right now. Like the guy is probably only going to make, make off that like about 20, 30 bucks after tax. Like that's not too big of a deal. But if it's like, I have a PS5, I won't take anything lower than $900, go fuck yourself and shove the like those blades up your ass. <laughs> Wouldn't be comfortable. Um, next question from Baku. What happens with J- the JRPGs today? Is it talking about your stream or in general with JRPGs? <laughs> the question is, what happens with the art JRPGs today? I have absolutely no context for this question um and i'm just gonna say in it that's the tweet that's the tweet that's it aki asks thoughts on no more heroes 3 footage is out and performance looks a bit rough i don't care how it plays i hope it just plays better than um or runs better than uh deadly premonition 2 uh i expect <laughs> it to since it's going to be a switch exclusive it's going to take a massive performance hit I hope it's nothing too game-breaking. I don't care about popping so much, yeah. as long as it's not like when I played Crazy Taxi 2 the other day in my Dreamcast and I crashed into a wall because the building hadn't loaded yet. As long as it's not <laughs> too egregious, I don't care, because, like, it, it, as long as it's fine. I mean, I played the original game on the Wii. It's not that makes it okay, you know, what, 14 years later? It's just, like, I played the original game on the Wii. I'm not looking for the next big triple a game it's still like maybe a single a double a tops like it's it's an like it's an indie game no more heroes is kind of just like a big indie game in a way so i don't mind i just hope whatever it is is like something they can fix are you looking in like are you actually looking forward to that game at all i'm a i'm a wait and see kind of person with this game i mean i love I love the No More Hero series, but it, ever since the the first one, ever since the second one, I'm kind of just like, because mm. I really loved the first one, and I didn't know if if the second one needed 
needed to exist or not. And because this one is just going off the really off the fucking rails on zaniness, which is fine. I just kind of just like, mm, yeah. See, like, I look at it a bit more, like, once, like, realizing that there is kind of a connected pseudo-universe in a way. Yeah. Um, I don't mind them, like, having, like, a sequel to it. It's not a big deal to me, because, like, yeah. I would like to see more of it. If they never made No More Heroes 2, I think I would have been fine with it how it was. But the way No More Heroes 1 ended, you're like, well, what happens after this? And I do like the fact that they he's so willing to have a character that goes from being at the top and just, like, absolutely fucking shit the next time again. Like, has to build himself back up. I've heard in this new one, you don't have to make money for the fights. You can just go to the fights, which... Thank fucking God. Chef ki- chef's kiss right there. Where was that during No More Heroes 2? Um, but I, I pretty much have like looked at nothing in this game. I just know there's Kamen Rider references, and that's all I need to know. Yeah. So, I just... I hope it looks good. I've seen barely any footage of it for good reason, and I... It didn't. It could. They could have shown it looking like shit anyway. I could see all of it, but I would still buy it because it's Suda. Yeah. He hasn't disappointed me since uh, uh, Killer's Dead. So. Our last question is from Yang. Thoughts on old to recent Pokemon games? That is such a. V- 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 like, a do you want us to question. rank them, or do you want just thoughts of the entire series as a whole? Because it seems like that. I mean, I'm going to say, like, I think more recent Pokemon games are not as good, but I don't think they got worse over time. Like, I mean, it's been like, the same like system for a while, so. <laughs> like, I like Gen 1, and, like, I love Gen 2. Gen 2, I, I will always rank that, like, a t- 11 yeah. out of 10, even though it's not. Yeah. But Gen one's honestly pretty low, but Gen 1 to Gen 2. Gen 3 felt like an equal step to Gen 2 because it dropped some of the stuff I like but added some new stuff. Yeah. Uh, Gen 4, I did not care for, except for the remakes, so that was also kind of the same level. Yeah. I thought Gen 5 was a huge jump. Yeah. Because, like, you had the animated um, sprites. Like, I just thought, like, even though I didn't like Black 1, but, like, Black and White 2 was really good. They had a connected story. They had, like, I, I just felt like the world was really lively, and that was, like, peak Pokemon at that time. Because, like, mm. while Heart Gold and Soul Silver had a bunch of stuff, but they were remakes, so I don't like, I don't think of them that highly. Black and White 1 and 2. Um, did a lot of things well where, like, even though they sold you another game a couple of years later, it was a new story, new areas, um, Pokemon that weren't previously in the game. There was, like, a shit ton in there. There was just so, so much extra in the game. Yeah, and a time, and then Gen j- 6, time jump, too. Mm, Gen 6, I felt, was a step back. Pokemon hasn't been, like... This came up in my chat when I was playing Crystal. Um, Pokemon has not been as good as it was when it was Pixels. Like, once See, they jumped to 3D, the ser- series, I felt, like, dropped a lot. For 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 me, I felt like the even gens were probably one of my hits. Everything up until the, the even gen of Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. they've all been really good hits. Because I've always dropped out around the odds, mm-hmm. starting from... Because I really, really love Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl was... It's... It, it's almost tied to gold and silver for me. Mm-hmm. That's how much I really love Diamond and Pearl. I just don't, I don't have like a lot of fond memories of the game just because yeah. one thing I am looking forward to for the remakes is hopefully they are not bringing back HMs and just let you have like the Pokemon. Yeah, do the, the ride, too. ride Pokemon thing. Yeah, that's one because thing I'm like, really hoping. Because <laughs> like it had so many useless HMs. I think there was like seven to nine in the game, but you had things like Defog. 
defog, rock climb, surf, waterfall, dive. Yeah. And maybe whirlpool. There's just so many things that you didn't need. And, like, they were highly contextual where to go. Maybe the remake will fix those problems I had. Um, well, I, I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow after this recording happens. So we could oh, either. Oh, true. Yeah, that's right. I'll either be laughing at all the things that they 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 messed up separately of, or be happy that they made the changes. Because a lot mm-hmm. of rumors saying that this is going to be a one to one remake, so that really hurts my chances of it being a ride Pokemon thing and it going returning back I, to the HM systems. I could easily forgive it if like all those things were back but the HMs were forgettable. Yeah. Like if they just if they kept all that in like where you need to do it, but they were all just TMs like how they did in um Sword and Shield. Mm. Cause I don't think there's any HMs in there. They're all They're all TMs or um yeah. TRs, stuff like that. Because, like, the bike replaced some stuff, but, like, surf and stuff like that, I think, were TRs, yeah. single-use ones. And I'd be okay with that. If they're, like, you still have to use Defog, but you don't, like, you can just use it and forget it. Um, I remember, C- I was talking to Seabass, he was playing a ROM hack that was, like, instead of you having to learn things, you would get to an area, and as long as you had the HM, you if could do you it. had a Pokemon on you that could learn it, you could do it instead of having to learn it and forget it. It would, like... As long as you had that Pokemon available at the time, like if you need to surf and you had a Whalmer, without teaching it surf, you could surf on it because you had them. It was that context they were there. That would work as well if they don't want to like. I smell burning. Sorry. Um, if uh, <laughs> if that is fine. I think Gen Six. Like I played a lot of Gen Six, but I don't think I can ever play it again because I'm remembering how like Gen or um, X and Y were just so empty. Yeah, I thought... and, I, and I and I completely understand that. But the thing is, like for me, during that time, um, before X and Y, they were doing Pokemon a year for yeah. five years, and I was I really hated Black and White. Like it, I didn't it like really... Black and White one at all. Yeah, I re- and because I really hated Black and White, Black and White two was just like, why the fuck would I play this game if I really hate hated the the first game or first part that's of this how, game and and if this is a true f- succeed uh successor to this particular game why the fuck would i play that that's how i felt too and someone convinced me to play black and white too and i'm like oh this is actually very good yeah like it and, was like the story is who gives a shit but like they they fixed all, all the problems i had with black and white were gone were gone yeah and i've heard that too it's just that i've and I've gotten the game. It's just like I've never gotten the chance to go back and play it. And by mm-hmm. the time that that was happening, I was already set to go to Japan. And X and Y was the hype train was going around there. So, mm-hmm. and I really did like the Mega Evolution stuff. Granted, they fucking fucked up the timeline, which is I don't even know what the fucking timeline for these games are well, anymore. The, well, the timeline was like one and two. Then I think. Three and four, and maybe five. And so it was six. So and supposedly seven. one and two, three and four were happening at the same time. Okay. So what? One and three was happening at the same time, and then two and four was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's and then, apparently the Lord. Then black and white. That would make sense, especially with like um the uh, remakes, because that would make sense. Yeah. 
So like going off Gen three, those like the orig- like the Kanto and Hoenn were together at the same time. Johto and Sinnoh were at the same time. Then after that were Unova, and then Gen six is where it fucked everything up. Yeah, with alternate timelines think... and dimensions, and supposedly if you play fucking the the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, you killed the prior universe. <laughs> yeah. It does mention how there's, like, different universes because that's the Mega Universe, so that one's separate. So I think Gen 6 and Gen 7 are in one universe. Let's Go is its own. Yeah. And then I think Sword and Shield could take place in any of them. Yeah, so... Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Who the fuck knows at this point? there's, There's our answer to the not question. Yeah, yeah. Where's 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 Let's Go Johto? Where the fuck is that game? <laughs> um, I, if they ever do that, I want it to have much better controls for catching Pokemon because I'm not doing that again. I just want handheld controls for catching Pokemon. None of this gyro shit that I need to swing around and almost hit my boss with. Yeah, that's what we think about Pokemon. <laughs> but that's all the questions. Thank you guys for asking them. Sorry it's not the most bouncy, buoyant week, but uh, nothing's... It's, Let's just say this I'm, much. I'm we were kind of all this, over the place, and I'm going to love doing the show notes for this. <laughs> I'm currently dealing with um, end of summer um, depression, and just like in general, just like not being in a good mood. So trying my best. I know everyone, it's, yeah, it's just that time of year. It's always, like, end of summer that hits me, too. Like, because we're going into fall, and then I'm going to have my fall seasonal depression. That's fun. I might just be bipolar. I don't know. It's okay. I mean, I'm just depressed. Yeah. But, anything from you before we go? Oh, so, yeah, we did a... <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned this on, my, on the last episode, but... I will mention it again. So we were able, we as in my 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 site Ongakuriyu, were able to interview one of the up and coming boy groups or dance units called Ballistic Boys from Exile Tribe, and Ballistic is spelled with a Z at the end, and Boys is also spelled with a Z at the end. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> And they they are an up and coming group from the Exile Tribe system, one of the premier, let's just say they're Japan's K-pop unit groups, places where they want to do all the dancey whammy stuff. And I, I we had a good interview with them. Please check it out on my website at ongakudu.com. It would highly appreciate it. Especially because this is our fourth interview in the last five months. So it's actually really picking up on our side. So please check it out and give me some impact. Um, give me some answers of how you guys like it. If there's anything that we could change or can do to make it useful for people that might not know this group. Mm. So... You go check it out at ongakuyu.com. It's probably on the top of the page there. So you, it should say interview ballistic boys. So, yeah, there's there's that. What about you? Is there anything on your side that you need to um, pimp out? 
Um, I don't really have anything going on. The only big news, I guess, that's happened in the past month I've been on. I've um, left my Twitch team. I don't know what's going on with them anymore. Um, so I'm basically oh. flying solo and taking care of my own Retrosaurus team at the moment, which is still pretty low-key as I'm still trying to figure life out. But yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that's really been happening is that. <laughs> which is it. That and just trying to figure out how to play games without these in my hands. Which is not easy. So yeah. I, I have a I, I have a question. Is PS3 now retro now? I think it's a game by game basis because it's just way too it was a long generation that had like like there's just too much distinction between even versions of games, like mm, mm. to even like it's yeah, I don't know. I'd say no, like it just comes down to the game by game basis. Is Metal Gear Solid Four Guns of the Patriot considered a retro game? I don't think so, because it's just a movie anyway. Yeah, well, m- retro movie at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, where can people find you, Ken? Yes, you can find me once again on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudiu, where we talk about all the lovely stuff that is happening in the Japanese music industry. You can check out all the news that I report about for the industry at ongakudiu.com. You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at ongakudiu. You can follow me personally where I talk at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Ainaiba, Roboco, Herobo, and more Ainaiba. Where can we find you, Kyo? Right when you started going, my girlfriend walked in with a cup of, or of like a mug, my, my um, Tetsuya Nomura mug full of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can find me everywhere at Cody Hunter on Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, Instagram. I've been posting. My musings about different games, different hardware, and also all the different pixel art I've been working on, which is influenced by uh, different horror games lately of things I like, and I've been letting people in my um, chats also pick things for me to work on and uh, practice on as well. So if you're interested in any of that, find me Monday through Friday at Twitch, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, at Cody Hunter, and uh, yeah, I'll see you there, hopefully. Yeah. I want to sip of my tea. One sip of my tea there. But thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. Uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll all be here next time. <laughs> it's, a, but, it's a rarity yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So uh, yeah, bye. Bye.